0: Uh, Herb, of course, is the consumer man, and this time of year, there are people who are going to be out there buying. Uh, Who who knows how they're going to try to do it? Maybe they've got enough cash on hand, maybe not cash on hand, but you know what I mean. In the digital transfer of currency these days, maybe they've got enough. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're going to charge it. What can they do? What can't they do? What about this buy now, pay later, Herb?
1: Yes, uh, buy now, pay later is a growing in popularity form mm-hmm. of financing purchases. Uh, we at checkbook.org just wrote a huge article about this uh, recently, and I want to talk to you about it. For those who don't know, buy now, pay later often described as a layaway plan in reverse. You're familiar with the old-fashioned layaway plans? Sure. You didn't have enough money, so stores came up with a way for you to be able to afford something. So with this, the shopper is able to split up the cost of an item in four equal payments, but receive the item right away. That's buy now, pay later. You had to pay off the item, and then you got it. I mean, with layaway, with buy now, pay later, you're able to make your first payment 25%, get the item shipped to you, or buy it at the store, and then you make the next 25% to weeks later, the next 25% two weeks later, the next 25% two weeks later. So three payments over six weeks. It sounds like the perfect uh, way to shop. Why use your money when you can let them give you free financing? Most buy now, pay later offers, this typical model I told you about, four equal payments over the uh, six-week period, do not charge interest. So they make it sound like a much better option than using a credit card. There are many differences. The big difference is that many people wind up buying uh, the, this buy now, pay later, and paying a late fee. So while there may not be an interest fee, there can be a late fee. And that can cost you 7 or $8 a pop if there's a late fee, not to mention the problem of taking the money out of your bank account automatic transfer because you have to usually give them a debit or, or a credit card, and most people give them a debit card so these companies have access to your checking account. So you could pay an overdraft fee if you didn't uh, have the money in the bank. And if they try to draw it out several times, you could have multiple overdraft or multiple late payment fees. And the one other purchase is with traditional layaway, John, you, the consumer, could walk away from the purchase at any time with no debt. Not the same with buy now, pay later, which obligates you, the consumer, to make all the payments for the product, just as with a credit card. So, it's almost like a credit card in the fact that you mm. sort of agree to make all these payments. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have the protections of a credit card. There's a lot of other nuances to this. And while it sounds like a foolproof way to buy things, uh, it can have some problems down the road. And people, more and more people are starting to find themselves getting into trouble with late payments and, and other problems with using more than one of these at a time. People are stacking these one on top of the other. So you have four or five buy-now-pay-later purchases going on at once. You can't keep track of them. They try to take the money out of your bank account. You don't have the money in the bank account. It's it's a situation where you think this is a way not to get into debt. You really could find yourself getting <sighs> into debt. That was the whole point of, the, of this article we just wrote.
0: You know, I remember way, way back in the day, before I ever heard of anything like buy-now-pay-later, I remember I was like in my early 20s and I bought, my, I bought a television line. 90 days, same as cash. Is that, mm-hmm. the same, is that the same type of thing? Although I don't remember any credit cards being used or late fees possible or anything like that.
1: Um, usually, with those things, those deferred payments, there is no interest if you make if you pay the whole thing in full by that time period, the yeah. ninety days or whatever. Right. If you don't make it by the ninety days, if you owe one penny after that, whatever oh, that, yeah. ninety days, then it's a full charge interest for all of it, not just what yeah. you owe, right? All the way back to back. the beginning. So, Sorry, yeah, beginning. so this is yeah. this is a, yeah, this is a whole different animal, and and it's uh, like I said, it's a situation where it started out for niche products, people who wanted to buy really expensive exercise bikes or big screen yeah. TVs and they wanted to just improve their cash flow, that made a lot of sense. Break it up into four payments. You don't have to take money out of your checking account or whatever savings to pay for this big item. Now it's become a way to sort of beat the system and for people to stretch their very, very tight budgets. It can be used wisely. Uh, And I know we'll talk about that after the commercial break, but if it's not used wisely, it's not really as good as marketed. And that's the point people really don't understand. There can be a downside here. And as this gets more and more widely used some people are finding out there really is a downside for them but that's Uh, what we're
0: talking about uh herb weissbaum the consumer man uh it's 721 here at 720 wgn and buy now pay later is the basis for this conversation along with some other stuff so where did you want to pick all this up uh at this juncture
1: Herb? sure well i want to point out the fact that buy now pay later is being offered because it makes people buy more and it closes the deal. So keep that in mind. Buy now, pay later will encourage people who go, uh, do I want to get that ten. The statistics show they don't leave things in their cart when they're shopping online. They tend to finish the tra- transaction. It also encourages people to spend more because you go, well, I only had to pay $25 today for that $100 item but so I can spend some more. But you really did pay for it. It's just being paid for over time. So it's a way to, and then if you stack these on top of each other, as we talked about before, and there's four or five different payment dates all coming out of your bank account, unlike a Mm -hmm. credit card where you make a lot of purchases and you have one date to keep track of, people can really find themselves getting in trouble. And I want to just give you a statistic that Consumer Federation of America and the Center for Responsible Lending surveyed consumers in California who used Buy Now, Pay Later recently just to get an idea of what was going on. And they found out that in the last six months, more than a third, 37%, said they had incurred a bank overdraft fee and 16% paid a late or rescheduling fee charged by the buy-now-pay-later provider or bank. So for all those people, it was not a free financing program. It was a financing program with costs associated. And as these loans have soared, complaints about lenders have as well. I went on the Better Business Bureau website last week, John, and they had closed a combined total of 11 Thousand eleven thousand complaints in the last three years against the firm Afterpay, Klarna, Cecil, and Zip, which are five of the bigger buy now pay later companies. All five of those companies had average customer ratings of about a one out of five. That's mm. a lot of complaints, and that's pretty lousy ratings, uh, considering the fact yeah. that so many people use these programs.
0: You know, this is why I like talking to you. Are you telling me that there are institutions that are their only business is Buy Now, Pay Later? That's all they do?
1: Buy Now, Pay Later started with what are called fintech companies. These are financial companies that find a way to do things, in many cases, that get around the banking regulations that are in place. Uh, and, and critics say that's how Buy Now, what Pay Later was established, because with only four payments, it gets mm. a, away from the truth of lend, the fair lending laws that have usually five payments involved. So, yeah, these are a very unregulated product that they were designed, critics say, to avoid a lot of regulation. They all can have their own rules. They all can have various things going on. And if there is a problem, what do you do? If you, if you complain that I didn't get the item or the item was defective with a credit card, and you know I always tell you the best way to shop is yeah, with a that's credit right. card. Oh, you do
0: say you that. Contact
1: the, you contact <laughs> the credit card company and you say, Hello, credit card company. I didn't get the product. Or the product arrived defective or I got you know, cheated in some way, shape, or form. They'll investigate, pull that money off of your account. In most cases, they tend to side with the consumer. With Buy Now, Pay Later, what we found from the complaints we receive is the Buy Now, Pay Later company says, you know, the terms say you're supposed to work it out with a retailer. And the retailer says, you know, you're supposed to work it out with a buy-now-pay-later company because you really didn't buy it from, through us. You bought it through them. So it's each side pointing the finger at the other side. You've got this third party in the middle of this transaction, which can be frustrating, complicated, and maybe you never get your situation solved. Something else to think about. So lack of protection that you get from a credit card and a third party involved, along with it, cannot, it can involve fees. They can pull money out of your credit card, uh, out of your uh, bank account when yeah. uh, it's not convenient for you. Uh, so there are a lot of things going on here that people really need to stop and think about before they use one of these uh, programs. Can I ask a question?
0: You certainly it's may. You know you can. Okay. It's, yes, Herb,
1: David. Yes. Herb, Herb yeah. how many of these buy now, pay
0: later companies also have what the cell phone companies have in their service con service agreements, which is you don't get a day in court. You get a day in front of an arbitrator.
1: What? I don't know. The, I don't know the answer to that. But let me tell you, that almost all big companies these days uh, have a guarantee arbitration clause hmm. in their contracts that say, "You'll if there's a problem, you will go to a uh, arbitrator as opposed to having your day in court." So, David, I don't know the specific answer, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was the situation with these guys as well. Okay, I just well, I was just curious. Yeah, well,
0: that's a good question because. Um I didn't even realize there was an.
1: As we talked before, there's nothing you can do about it. It, You either don't use these services, you don't use the cell phone companies, all of them, uh, or you have. Yeah, and that's why. Because it's it's it's
0: it's every. um, I think almost every cell phone company has the same little clause in that contract that if there is an issue, Uh the only resolution of it is in front of an
1: arbitrator. Okay, so cannot
0: sue them. Where does this arbitrator come? Where does this arbitrator come from?
1: An arbitration company that they pick, so the company <laughs> hires the arbitrator, not you. Yep. Oh, so great! Uh, oh, sure. And yeah. and by the way, David, just say it's a strange. You should ask us. About a hundred consumer groups signed a petition or a letter, whatever you want to call, it, and actually are calling one more time. Uh, for a call that this is illegal, it should not be allowed. The Supreme Court actually ruled that it was allowed. It basically takes your way, your right to be heard in court. I think it's un-American. I think it should be, a law should be put in place to say this cannot happen, uh, and we'll see what happens. But well, that's going to be a big push in 2024 for consumer groups to get rid of these mandatory arbitration clauses. Trust me, right now, with Congress the way it is, it's well. not
0: going to happen.
1: <laughs> right, it's just not.
0: Yeah, well, we'll, no, t- we'll turn know. it over. We'll turn it over to uh, Mark Wayne Mullen and uh, Sean O'Brien, and they can uh, duke it out, and the winner gets to go whichever way he wants, you know. Oh, Lord. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Anyway, one one last thought, Sean. I just want to say that... Buy now, pay later can be used properly. If you make one purchase, you could actually pay for the product. You have the money put aside to pay for it. You're using it to improve your cash flow the way this was originally designed. So you buy a big screen TV. You know you can pay for it, but you want to break up the cost over four mm-hmm. periods and give yourself a little bit more room for right. the next paycheck. Right. And you only have one at a time, and you don't start another one until you until you get this one paid off and you make sure all the payments are on time, you have the money in your check account to pay it, Yeah, you could use it wisely, but you got to be really careful and know that that's the way to use it. Again, we couldn't cover all the downsides here, but I have this huge article on checkbook.org, and we go through a lot of the ins and outs and the other point that we don't have time to make. But all of it's about data mining. They're not like credit card companies, as I said, regulated. They can collect any information they can find out about you and use it for any purpose they want. Uh, Again, it's a basically unregulated industry that consumer groups think needs some serious regulation. How about that uh, podcast? How about that? Yes, uh, consumerpedia.org has got the <laughs> podcast. If you just go to Checkbook and look for my story, buy now, pay later, okay. and turn into a debt trap, the podcast is uh, located right in there. It's embedded in it. And please, if you're a listener and want to sign up for my mailing list and my weekly newsletter, consumerman.com is my website. Again this week, John, I heard from two more of your listeners who had Fantastic. great questions. say they That's love great. the show, and great. I specifically answer them for each one. If you write me, but you say, I listen to John, I will answer your question. Well,
0: thanks for that. Nice little ego boost at the end. Have a great night, uh, and look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: Thanks, John, and enjoy your soup.